I'm Jessica. I'm Sonia. And I'm Marie. And we are Opinionated Lushes. Like our name says, we drink too much and have an opinion on everything. Once a week, we get together to drink and talk shit. We start our episodes off with a question and a drink word. We usually never stay on topic or wait for the drink word to start drinking. So go ahead, grab a drink, any kind of drink, and get ready to laugh with us and share our drunken opinions. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our second last episode of Books and Booze before we take a break. So thank you for, like, hanging out with this fun series. Uh, We will be bringing it back. Don't you worry. But for now, uh, I want to pass it to Dawn to introduce this week's author. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Books and Booze. I would like to give a warm welcome to Nicole. No, no, that's not how I pronounced it. Crap. Uh, you know, I'll, int- I'll let you introduce yourself because um, I'm <laughs> no horrible problem. with names. Uh, take it away. Uh, so um, I'm Nikoi Nzang and I'm a Canadian author and the majority of my books will be set in Canada. Um, we love this. Awesome. <laughs> Considering we're, we're Canadians. So yeah. <laughs> we love all Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and what is the book you'll be reading today? So uh, hopefully this works because I noticed I blurred my background. Let's see if I can get it in there. Nope. Is it showing? Yes, it is actually. Uh, Kind of. There we go. So it's a Malsify meant to be. Nope. It's coming out blurred. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, Yes, but it's a Malsify meant to be. It's the second book in the Elite series. Ooh. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yes. Um, so the Elite series is a group of three friends. Um, we have Nico Carisi, which is book one, uh, which is retrograde. And then this book is really special to my heart. It is Aaron's book, and he's a chef. And it is a friends to lovers. And the nice thing about it is um, it's a, like it's a true friends to lover. It's a slow burn. But in my humble opinion, when it does burn, it does burn. So. <laughs> I actually like slow burn sometimes. Like sometimes it's just good for the palate, like to build up the angst. I love that. Yes. And they have they have a lot of angst and they're they may be a little bit oblivious that they are there's something else going on between them, but you know, they're great friends to each other, which is what I wanted to portray. They're amazing friendships. So what part in Canada is this going to be um shown? <laughs> Uh, so this is actually set in the GTA. So uh, they 
They're in Toronto, downtown, you know? Good. <laughs> I, I know you that. You ladies yeah. are also in GTA? Yes, we are. Well, we're in the GTHA or, yeah, the Greater Hamilton? Toronto Hamilton area. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Let's, I cannot forget that they've added the H. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we're from Hamilton. So. Oh, yeah. awesome. My husband went to university up there. Me oh. too. McMaster. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes, I guess that doesn't leave any secret to where he went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we only have one university. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm really looking forward uh, to hear hearing this. Um, I will read the drink words because um, I have them in front of me. Uh, so the drink words uh, are good girl. Partially, that's my favorite. So, <laughs> good girl. <laughs> yes, chef. Taste and love. Awesome. Um, so, I'm like, when you said, oh, read a whole chapter, I'm like, um, I think this is a pretty good chapter, but it's, I realized that it's a long chapter. It's a little bit longer. And We're here for an hour. So I yeah. mean, <laughs> so however much you want to read, you can. Re we've had some people only read for five minutes. We've had some people read for twenty-five minutes. Yes. Okay. So it's whatever you are comfortable with. Awesome. So maybe we'll go with the flow, and we'll see much of of this chapter. This is um. So I I did mention it was a slow burn. This is where it starts to burn. Ooh, we like that. <laughs> <laughs> You did say that I didn't have any restrictions in what I read. So I was like, no, hey, we okay. are. <laughs> We're 18 plus. If you're a child and you're listening to this, you're breaking the rules. Very okay. much so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to mute myself because I don't want you hearing Same. me slurp. So start whenever you are ready. Okay. Aaron couldn't be certain how long they've been on course to reach this moment. It was just a kiss. That he wasn't fool enough to think that it wouldn't change things. In fact, he was certain it would. God, he was counting on it. All night, she'd been slowly driving him out of his mind. No, it hadn't started tonight. He would not allow himself to backtrack to the moment it started to sidetrack him. Then she said two words that had shattered his resolve. This woman and the way she played with his mind. Certainly, he needed to be sure she wanted this kiss as much as he did. So he waited and looked for signs she would change her mind. When she offered her lips up to him, he could no longer resist the urge. His kiss had been gentle, starting with a soft peck, followed by another. Sherbrooke's kiss was so soft, the so lips were so soft. She took a slight step closer. Her heat ignited the knee that was growing within him. Slow, it was the opposite of what he wanted. However, he reminded himself of who he held. This was the woman whose friendship meant everything to him. Aaron was desperately trying to hold himself back. He knew exactly why, too. Trevor called to a part of him that was primal, something he hadn't allowed himself to fully explore. All it took to unleash it was the slightest swipe of her tongue to the seam of his lips. The kiss turned from gentle, tentative, to pure possession. His mouth captured hers, and her moan of surrender was answered with a complete plundering of her mouth. His other hand wrapped around her waist, drawing and pressing her into his hardening length. He swallowed her small gasp. The things he wanted to do to this woman. Those things he wouldn't, wouldn't be done here. He broke the kiss. Hey, she protested before confusion wrinkled her brow. 
No worries. We're just getting started. Take me to your room. His voice sounded foreign to his own ears. There was no way to disguise the need and command in his voice. As you wish. Her smile was carnal as she pulled out of his hold and grabbed his hand. Sherbrooke walked tortuously slow up the stairs and into her room. Aaron closed the door and allowed her to walk over to the bed. The bed was enormous, good, with plenty of room to explore every inch of her, good. The bedroom was warm, so he removed his shirt as he stalked towards her. Sherbrooke moved to take off her dress as well. Stop. The command was immediately obeyed. She released the hem of her dress. Her espresso-colored eyes met his. Good girl. Ah, what was that? Her lips parted slightly and her eyes rounded before she dipped them. When she looked back up at him, it was through her lashes. He couldn't help the wolfish grin that appeared. Excellent. Erin knew how easy it was for her to trigger him. Now he suspected two well-placed words could do the same to her. This new knowledge only deepened his desire to explore with her. She had the right idea about removing the dress, but he wanted to do it himself. He dragged up the hem of the dress. The room was quiet except for the sound of their breaths. Both were slow and measured in anticipation. Slowly, the expanse of her beautiful skin was revealed. Lift your arms for me, love. His command was gentle and low. Aaron yanked off the dress and discarded it over his shoulder. It landed somewhere behind him, forgotten. All his attention was hyper-focused on the woman before him. The matching black bra and panty set was plain. On Sherbrooke, they were anything but. The simplicity and dangerously sensual. The simplicity was dangerously sensual against her warm, dark complexion, an open invitation begging him to touch. It wasn't a compulsion he could deny. The reward was the velvety softness of her shoulder. He deftly fingered the strap with his thumb. That was until she reached her, he reached her full mound. He smiled at her ampleness, and he weighed them in his hands. They were more than a handful. Aaron, her voice was raspy with want. Aaron had every intention of giving her more than she wanted and needed. On his time, he needed to savor this moment. Through the material, his thumb found and circled the nipples until they became hard tips. Reluctantly, reluctantly, his hands let go of the heavy globes. He pulled her flush against him so he could gain access to the hooks. While he released them, he delivered short, sweet kisses to the blade of her shoulder. He nuzzled a spot on her neck as he got rid of the barrier of her bra. Her groan urged him to strip her bare. You won't be needing these, Aaron informed her as he worked the panties off her hips, sliding them down her legs. He couldn't help his hand from exploring her warm, smooth curves. Stepping back, his gaze roamed her body. You're so beautiful, he complimented. Sherbrooke flushed at his admiration and praise. His display of vulnerability was a siren's call. The need to please and bring her pleasure was all he could think of. Lay down for me, love. She immediately followed his instruction. Laying down before him as a treasure, he couldn't wait to explore. Good girl, he praised. Sherbrooke reached for his buckle then only to have him brush her hand away. Not yet, I need to taste you. He parted her legs to make room to nestle between her thighs. His plan was to make himself comfortable as he indulged in her. Only as the energy shifted, Sherbrooke was discreetly trying to scoot away from him. No longer laying down, she was sitting back, semi-reclined, propped on her elbow. 
What's the matter, he asked as he pulled her closer. Listen, it's really nice that you wanna, you know? She wasn't making eye contact with him, but looked off to, to the side. Eat your pussy, Aaron supplied. She was being shy with him. Yeah, that. Um, listen, I'm terrible at this. What? I'm sorry, Sherbrooke sure, love. All you have to do is lay back and let me take care of you. That's the thing. I can't come like that. She stated, gesturing between her open legs and him. He was sure his smile was indulgent. You don't have to do anything. Don't think about coming or not coming. Just let me taste you. Erin spread her thighs wide and Aaron spread her thighs wide, allowing himself greater access. I don't want you to waste your time, she pressed. Sherbrooke sounded a tad distressed. You couldn't have that. If you taste as good as I know you do, it won't be a waste. How about this? I'll stop when I have my fill. He began stroking her in her thigh with a sigh. She nodded. Be a good girl and lay back down for me. The scent of her arousal greeted him as he situated his face before his treasure. Reminding himself to take things slowly, he began gently, barely felt swipes to her folds. He was absolutely right. She tasted like sweet ambrosia. And that's why it's stopping. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable: postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. No, that's a good cliffhanger. <laughs> I need another what drink. What happens next? <laughs> I have Did to I ask. give you enough drink words? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. They were perfect. I do have that's to ask. Um, is this based on personal experience? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> this is a fictional character that has been living red free in my head for many years. That was hot. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. It's good. I, I I like it when like authors read some of like these parts, especially if they haven't read them before, like really out loud. Because yeah. like I think it's like important. I don't know why. It's just like it's your work. It's you know we should be showing it and we shouldn't be embarrassed by it or hidden uh, or like anything <laughs> like that. You know, like you're you have a book. That's pretty cool. 
says I'm a mistress. <laughs> I'm still, you know, in the stages of planning writing. Like, I'm not even at writing yet. Well, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> I know. I've process. given up asking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a trying, like, couple of months lately. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's a beautiful process. Once you've, like, finally get the words on the pages and, like, you get another chapter and another chapter, then you're like, oh, I'm doing it. It's like riding a bike and then you're like, you know, like you're starting to pedal. So, yes. So what got, what got you into writing? Like, what, what led to you, like, writing your first book? Um, so I've always, like, had a fa- like had this thing in my head where I could hear these characters talking to me. And my dad actually has always been super supportive and said I should be a writer. And so I would, like, you know, at first, like, write a little bit and then leave, write a little bit and then leave. So I have, like, tons of little stories started here and there. And then finally, during the pandemic, I was just, like, talking to who would become my writing partners. And I'm like, hey, guys, like, yeah, I can't finish a book. I just can't. And they're like, well, we'll write together. And so I actually haven't even finished the one that we started writing together with (laughs) because a character popped into my head and he totally took over. So that was my first book. But I couldn't believe it. Like, within a month, I'd finished my first book. And I was like, and everybody's like, oh, you should hold on to it. And I'm like, okay, publish. (laughs) (laughs) We don't got time for that. Just ding. There we go. (laughs) Apparently, authors hold on to books. Who knew? But... Yeah, why like do that. that? Like, how are how are you can get recognized if you hold on to the book, right? Like, that makes Did no sense. Marinate or something like that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so you're from Canada, and we're from Canada. So I have to ask: Did it make it harder to get um, editors or anything? Well, I'm part of a really great community. So it wasn't so hard in that sense because I was already connected with people that could help me with the editing. My girlfriend is like a kick-ass graphic person, so she does all my covers. So that I really was like blessed and locked out that way. Um, actually, the hardest part is getting into the Canadian market, getting my books in front of Canadians, weirdly enough. Yeah. Well, it's like Canadians are, we're such a small market in such a wide, like, cult, like, cross from BC all the way to Maritimes. We're all different. And so it's really, really hard versus like the US, where like the entire population of Canada is like one state. Yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, yeah. So it's a lot easier to get in certain markets there. I find even with our podcast, like we found like we get a lot of American listeners. So whenever we get a Canadian, we're like, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, yeah it's, it's really uncanny. But so how long have you been an author? So I published March 27th, 2022. So I'm, I consider myself a little baby author. We love baby authors. I'm just a baby. <laughs> I'm just a baby. I'm just a newborn, okay? I'm an infant. <laughs> oh, that's that's sweet, though. Like, um, uh, Wait, so how many books have you published now? Like, that one's a sequel, so... Yeah, so I currently have three books published and one anthology. Okay, then that's a lot for being a baby author. I'm just gonna put that out there. Like it's been a year 
Yeah, a little over <laughs> yeah. a year. <laughs> to do all that. Wait, so how long has it, you said it took you a month to write your first book. How long on average is it taking you to just pop these books out? Uh, well, it's the, I, I realized that the, <laughs> the first book was a little bit of an anomaly. <laughs> 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 the other ones are not coming as quickly. But I mean, that was just like the actual writing, not the editing. Like the editing was like, oh my God. <laughs> it took me a, a couple, a few months to get the editing done on the first book. But the subsequent books is taking me like a few months to write, like maybe three, four months, and then like, you know, a month or so, or two months for editing and stuff. So probably like a six month process. What would you say is the hardest part about being an author? Um... Oddly enough, it's not the writing. <laughs> um, it's it's all of the other things because I feel like I am like doing all like because I'm an indie author, so yeah. I'm doing everything. So it's the, the marketing. A lot of people marketing. have come on here and said that marketing is their toughest part. Yeah, the business like, part of themselves. it is the hardest. Yeah, because I'm kind of like I was raised to be kind of like you know you don't brag, <laughs> you just you know you just do a good job and then. Like, let that speak for itself. But unfortunately, when you're an author, you kind of have to be a little bit like, hey, I wrote a really cool ass book. You want to read it? <laughs> so it, it's so hard because, like, I mean, you get imposter syndrome and there's so many things that want to hold you back. And then if you have like mental illness and you're shy and it would be tough. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, very problem go, for go, everything. Go, go. I was pretty much done. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, well, okay. So, what part of editing did you struggle with? Like, well, yeah. Sorry. No, no, so no. The, go. <laughs> the first. Okay, so the the problem was the first book. I was just like letting it rip, but I wrote it all on my phone. So, like this little thing here, I'm like, I wrote it all out. So when I went back, yeah, but it was great because it was just flying. I was like, yeah, woo. And then when I went to go edit it, some of the sentences were like, okay, I'm pretty sure I speak English. What is that? It's supposed to be my first language, but then, you know, I'm in a bilingual country. Let's blame it on that. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, they speak other languages in my house. Apparently some of them got mixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that even though it's a lot faster i found to write on my phone it created a lot more errors so yeah that was the hardest part it was you know fixing that but i think i'm getting better at the editing process it's you know being more confident in your grammar and phrasing and things like that so it's getting better so so i'm assuming you're more of a pantser than a plotter because you're just letting it rip, or do you now plot so here's before the thing. writing? I actually have an A-type personality. Surprise. And I actually plan out my stories. And I'm like, I write like these beautiful little, uh, what's the word? Because my characters don't listen to them. I can't even remember what they call Like <laughs> outlines. Yes, that's what they're called. So I write <laughs> beautiful little outlines. Even like, oh, I would like this to happen in this chapter. And like, you know, just to before I start going and then and then like do filler later yeah yeah well that's my plan always <laughs> and then my characters are like no we did. we're not doing no now we're not doing that here we're not doing that here we're not even doing that 
Yeah, <laughs> one just character. check that out. We're going to add this, though. This is happening, and you didn't even know that was going to happen, but it is. Exactly. And one character, I was like, I I changed his name because I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> I just woke up one morning, I was like, I don't really like that name. And I changed it, and he's like, yeah. I wrote, like, maybe two, three chapters with the new name, and he's like, that's not my name. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I had to change call that. Me that. Like, what? <laughs> what? Are you crazy? Yes, apparently. <laughs> I love that. A lot of authors have come on here and said that, like, their characters, like, their story just takes a life of its own. Once you sit down, like, whatever you wrote is not how it's always going to play out. It sometimes totally changes, totally different story. And I I believe it, because even now, when I attempt to write a story, um, I get in my head and then I'm like, no, maybe I don't like this. I liked it last week, but I don't like it this week. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that's making me challenge, like, writing, like, my stories, because I keep changing my mind. I'm like, I didn't like what I put, like. Oh, yeah, the the whole doubting yourself is a big thing. So I really, because I thought it was a good idea at one point to edit while I was writing, and I've discovered that that is not, I'm too critical to do that, so I have to wait till the end. So Yeah, I, I'm bad for that, too. I second-guess everything. Everything. Yeah. Um. What made you choose the genre you chose? Well, I'm a big romantic, I think. <laughs> and, um, I'm in an interracial relationship, and I wanted that to be represented as well. And I love diversity and culture. Well, look at where I live. So, like, there's so much diversity and so much rich culture around me, and I wanted to be that to be represented. So, in all my books, like, there's a lot of like diversity like even in like in this book of multiply he's actually i was gonna terrorize you guys and i'm like you can't do that you don't know these people <laughs> um because he's british and i was like should you do a british accent and and then i reminded myself you really actually are an introvert even though you like to present as an extrovert don't do that you can so- make fun <laughs> of like british people that's like i think i think we all agree we can make fun of the brits the problem we is, can, I think my accent's pretty us, good. Right? Like, oh, wait, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Now I need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us. Um, can I, uh... Uh... <laughs> can I, no, can I absolutely can't. Spot. Sorry, no. I put you on the spot. I'm so, so sorry. Bad. You were so just bad. hyping me up. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I set myself up for that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm a horrible mimic, and of course, I, I'm I'm like a little old lady inside because I still watch Coronation Street and like <laughs> my family knows Pepper Pig, Coronation Street, like at least 15 minutes after I'm done watching that, I'm completely British. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, George. Yeah, it's about to do, right? Give her like 15 more minutes of drinking and maybe we'll come back to the British accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, stop it, stop it. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you have any advice for inspiring authors? My advice is to really honestly keep writing. Like, I know that seems really simple, but honestly, keep writing. Write every day, even if it's like two sentences, because it just builds up. Like, it feeds the passion. So write, 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 and then write some more. <laughs> That's, no, I mean, that's, 
we've had a few authors say that they're like just just do it just do it just, <laughs> just do it finish the book about it. yeah <laughs> even like, if you're in the bathroom right? and if something comes in your mind just pull out your phone and write it like yeah that really helps actually i find like when you get inspiration and you like just jot down like that little scene that helps it starts flexing that writing muscle I agree. I think that's excellent advice, to be honest. And as much as I believe that's excellent advice, ask me if I actually take that advice half no. the time. No. It takes a while before you, you start doing it. Like, you know, what? I, sometimes I call it, um, I think it's the characters just have to get loud enough where you can't ignore them. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like, am I really supposed to be a writer? Am I? Once you get to the point where I think you're like, am I supposed to be a writer or am I going through a psychosis? I think at that point, you have no other choice but just to, just do it. Yeah, I, I sometimes wonder that. I'm like, is this just an episode? Is this just a manic episode I'm having right now where I you're think ready. I need a writer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the manic episode? Your sanity, then you're like, I think you're good to go. <laughs> um, do you have any favorite authors? Oh my gosh. I have <laughs> so many favorite authors. Because the thing about me is that I love reading. That one, like my biggest drawback about being an author is that I cannot get to read as much as I love to read. So that is mm -hmm. like, that is my biggest, like, in the no column or yeah. negative column. <laughs> I can't think of the right word, but yeah, because you're a writer. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's the, the biggest negative for me is that I don't get to read as much as I do. So uh, some of my favorite authors are um, Dari McCoy, um, Kenya Wright, Kenya Gorbel, uh, Naima Simone, Evelyn Sola. I could just like literally go on and on. These I call them badasses with pens because <laughs> like the way these women write and just capture you and just make you forget that it's a story. Have me arguing with characters. And normally like, cause I like to stay up and like finish a book. So yeah. it's like normally like three o'clock in the morning. My poor husband's like, he turns and then he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm you know this glow is for myself. reading. Yes, this glow is the reading. You know. <laughs> That's really hard, though. Like when you like originally use that time for reading, and now you're using it to like create your own stuff. Because like I personally love reading. I'm not a writer, but I love reading. <laughs> so I, I read, you know, a lot, and I would like almost hate to like lose that time. But I understand, like for writers, if you have the urge. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, because I honestly, I read a lot. Like when I say I was a, like, like I am still a reader, but I obviously can't read as much because mm. I would probably read anywhere from seven to 10 books a week. So yeah. when I say I read, I read a lot. And I'm not like, I like nice big, big books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. I read at least a book a day almost. Um, if not in two days, I'll read a book. Um unless they're like short novellas, I could read like three of those, just plow yeah. right through them. But going back on that question, um, is there any author that you've met that was famous? Um, so 
I've actually been really super lucky to re uh, to meet like a lot of authors and I like I'm a horrible fangirl like I tried so hard to be cool and collective I told myself <laughs> it you're you're too old to be squealing <laughs> never <laughs> and then I met them like and I can't believe I forgot her because like she's probably she's one of the top authors like my favorite author is Theodora Taylor and I remember the first time I met her I was like <laughs> so yeah I totally. So okay, I, I sorry. Her, I was inside and I saw her and I squealed. So I'm like, I got it out of my system. <laughs> I obviously am not going to do it, but I'm right in front of her. <laughs> squealed again. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna say like my my feminism is coming out. Don't ever feel bad for squealing at famous people because like <laughs> grown men do it at sporting events all the time. Yeah. You know what? Have you having said that, you have <laughs> just ruined a lot of authors' eardrums. Because now I feel <laughs> liberated in my They're squealing. All gonna be squealing now, like, ah. I squeal at everyone. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, and I, I never feel bad. You know, I could have Yeah, because for me, authors are the biggest rock stars. So every, like I'm like, God. So, yeah. I mean, and that's why they got into it, right? They want to be recognized for their work. And then, you know, you can't be upset when you're recognized. Like, this is your dream. I hope they're cool. <laughs> I hope they're <laughs> cool with it. Yeah, they've been, everybody I've met have, has been super sweet and super nice because I've been to a couple of conventions first as a reader, and now I'm starting to do a few as an author. So, it's you know, now the roles are kind of <laughs> reversed. And I'm like, am I allowed to still, like, fangirl over other authors is that like absolutely yes I'm like 100%. yeah so i'm still yeah. doing it um you just said that you went to conventions which conventions have you went to um so i've gone a few times to irae which is in florida it's the interracial um expo so i've been actually i've been there twice as a reader and once as a featured author so that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's amazing. And I was at uh, Romancing the Falls, and that was a lot of fun. Um, I've been to Swirling the Big Easy, and that I did as a reader. But in September, I'm going to be doing that as an author. So that's going to be fun as well. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'm doing a Polycon next year. <gasps> that was a big one. Okay, I it think is. you're the first like zero to one hundred author that like you're like we're I'm gonna write, and then you're like in a month I finished a book, and then you're like I'm gonna it's been a year and I'm already like you you went from you know a baby author. I think you're a you, like you're mature. You're more than wise. an infant. You're <laughs> yeah, like, you're more than an infant. You a aged. toddler? <laughs> you're a toddler author. You're not a baby. <laughs> What does you're Tommy all, say? I'm not ready around. to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a polycon. I really want to go to that one. I haven't been. Um, I almost went to um Love in Las Vegas when we went to Vegas. Um I, go to that. I, I wanted to, and then I seen the tickets and I seen how crowded it was, and I was like, probably shouldn't go. Um one year. I'm gonna go one year. It's yeah. I'm determined, um, but no, a polycon is another one that I would love to go. That was big. Yeah, I just I was like, oh okay, like I'll give it a shot. So I gave it a shot. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm a 100% believer in just shooting your shot. 
like oh, yeah. half the shit I've ever accomplished was because I was just like, you know what? The worst they can do is like say no. Like it's exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. And then like what happens, right? Like you can say you tried. You're exactly. at the same spot you were before you tried, right? Exactly. So it's not any different. But if you shoot your shot and you get it, you're ahead. You're ahead of the game. Exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm so, I'm glad I'm a, I'm a woman because I'm like, I sometimes I feel bad for guys. But when I think about sometimes when they have to shoot their shot, I'm like, gosh, it's not. I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, they're, they're no. doing all right, I'm sure. You know? I'll shoot their shot again with someone else. They too much, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't feel bad, bad for them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I gotta keep uh, remember to move my mouse because my my computer just goes black. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. happens to us sometimes too. We're like wiggle, 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 wiggle. Um. So you uh you write what primarily romance? Um. Yeah. So I write romance. It's primarily Swedish. My first book wasn't. It was a little darker, and I'm hoping to go darker still so yes i have plans to go a lot darker okay is there any other genres you can see yourself exploring as a writer besides like romance or dark romance um mystery i think i would love to do that but i i think i really gotta work out some of the details of like putting some of those pieces together because i like i love a good mystery but the worst thing is when a mystery falls flat so i really gotta that's I think is probably one of the hardest genres to write is mystery because I mean you need that plot twist you need the the element of surprise and that's and suspense really hard. And yeah like, so much atmospheric like why do we care about this mystery why do we and like on top of that like that's that's something you have to plot yeah like, if you have a plot hole in a mystery novel like that's yeah. not good yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping by then they will... books, like why did that just drop off a clake no i totally i think that's one of the hardest ones to do so yeah i like a good challenge <laughs> yeah we all love a challenge no um, that's really awesome do you have an arc team for your books I do have an art team for my books, so I would love to have more members of the art team for the books. That would be absolutely awesome. I actually have a form. Um, oh, I actually okay. should put it on my website, but if not, it's on my social media, on my Facebook, or you, you can feel free to DM me, and I can be more than happy to have new members of the art team. That's amazing. And I'm chilled. Don't worry, guys. I'm, I'm, book, I'm always on book talks. I just want to put it out there. I'm really chilled. <laughs> well, we'll have the link on the description for anyone that wants to, you know, apply. Uh, you just mentioned book talk. So, like, what is your favorite, like, social media to use um, that you think helps get your book out there the most? I actually think it's book talk. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm on, like, a lot of them. So, I'm on... Um, Facebook and I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> you have to say it with like a little bit of a swear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, but book talk is like 
I've found a lot of cool new readers and yeah, it's, it's a really good place and I get to be expressive and come up with videos and, and also hear like, like not that I need to expand my TBR, but yes, I get to expand my TBR <laughs> and no, then I get agree. awesome tips and stuff. There's like really great authors out there that are like, rooting for everybody and helping other authors. And I absolutely like love that sense of community. The rest of it, I'm like, whatever. But I take the good from, one of my girlfriends this week, she's like, you know, you kind of remind me of Pollyanna. And I'm like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be offended or not. But I Is that a compliment? Is that an insult? Which way am I leaning Explain towards? yourself. Exactly. But you see, you guys know what Pollyanna is because I said yeah. that to somebody else and they're like, what's Pollyanna? So thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, we hear book talk a lot is the most, and we hear a lot about like how the community of indie authors is very supportive, um, which is nice. I think, um, that like people aren't, you know, com like fighting, you know, competition, all that crap. It's like very like, oh, you want to write a book? Just fucking here's some tips. Here's some, you know, and I feel like that's a good thing about TikTok, like, People ram on social media, but I think TikTok's great for that. You get education really quickly, like tips. You get to meet people like you. Yep. Like I love, I love hearing about book talk. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of drama there. on there too. So I, there's I, drama everywhere. Yeah, there's drama with my parents. Like that's just <laughs> like <drama>. okay. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? You have to choose how you let the drama affect you, right? So yeah. some of the drama for me is pretty entertaining. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> oh i like watching it too <laughs> yeah so some of it i find very entertaining and when it gets toxic i'm like swipe <laughs> yeah <laughs> i try to ignore the toxic stuff and keep it i'm not to the interested yeah, yeah. unsubscribe <laughs> yeah. it's like i'm not following you unfollow goodbye <laughs> um would you say is harder character development or world building um <laughs> well they kind of let me build the world so I would say probably character <laughs> development because <laughs> yeah I don't have a lot of I don't feel like I have tons and tons of control over their the character development because they they're fully formed people and sometimes they don't tell me like crucial parts of their personality until like I'm like deep in the book so like I I'm writing something right now and I'm like I get halfway through and they're like blah 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 and I'm like hmm you know when this would have been interesting to find out uh, at the beginning, the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so yes um, character development can be a little difficult for me because I'm not like fully at the wheel <laughs> which is interesting I find like because I listen to other authors and they're like yeah I think I'm gonna do this this and this and I'm like what is that like. What is it like to decide what they're gonna do? <laughs> What's it like to have your life together and organized? Tell me. Yes. yes, it's really it's interesting how different authors go about writing in different ways. I find it really fascinating. Like is that's a nerdy part of me that likes looking at the mechanics of it and how different authors approach the whole writing thing. 
Yeah, no, that I mean, that's the one thing I loved about like I love about doing these interviews um, is because we get to hear like every person on our show completed a book. Like they have a book out there you can get, but they all reached that goal um, very differently. You know, and it's really interesting to like hear, you know, like writing tips or like what their goals are or what they how they got started or how long it takes for them to finish or whether they're a pantser or a plotter, because like it's all different. <laughs> when I finished my first book, I was like, I was telling like one of my mentors, I said, she's like, oh, so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, I'm like halfway done the next book. And she's like, what? And I'm like. I'm like what am I doing something wrong and because I didn't know I wasn't supposed to start writing the next book so <laughs> I started writing the next book so I think sometimes too like not knowing stuff is great too because it helps you just dive in there and push forward because I think if I maybe was like I had in my mind I'm supposed to wait then maybe I would never keep going kind of thing. yeah I don't think there's any real set rules about writing and how you're supposed to do it, just as long as it's out there. It's also like, you know, you, you won't stay inside the box if you never learn the box. Exactly. <laughs> and But this, that's the thing, too. I find, like, you know, like my first book, like my, my chapters, some are long, some are short. And I was like, oh, wait, try to be more disciplined. But, like, it's about finding your groove. And I think, like, that is the kind of writer that I am. Like, sometimes I'm going to have, like, longer chapters so I tried to be more disciplined with these last two books in terms of the length but I'm like sometimes it's gonna be like the first book where hey it's two pages that's the chapter because that's all they have to say and like to find that comfort in yourself when you're writing like that takes a little bit of time but hopefully I will get there see that's where I know I'm a baby still Um, maybe you're just I think you're in your teen years and you're just like experimenting with boundaries (laughs) oh really yeah (laughs) I think that's where you are (laughs) is there a ritual that you have for writing like is there a certain um, notebook you need to have a certain pen do you have to have a certain drink with you a snack do you have to have music uh, well, when I because I write with my writing partner. So when I'm writing with my writing partner, we start off, we have breakfast. Like we literally do this like a nine to five. So we have like a little bit of breakfast and then we write and we do sprints until the end of the day. So but when I'm writing by myself, I I love having music. I'm like totally addicted to music. All of my books have my playlist in it because like, and there'll be there'll be some quote from some song because I, until I started writing, I didn't realize how much a music was a part of my life and like how eclectic my music tastes are. If you look at my playlist, like you're like, I don't <laughs> I have no idea who she is because it's like all <laughs> over the place. Well, if your playlist is public, like send us a link and we'll just link it below. <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, I have a couple of like social media posts with it, and yeah, yeah I'll do that for sure. You're not the first author to like mention music. Like we've heard like how some uh, authors will write playlists for their books or some will listen to like specific songs to get them into like the mood for certain scenes. So yeah, no, that's, that's what is one artist you're listening to right now? 
Um, well, one artist that I have discovered that I actually really love through the writing process was Rihanna, which was oh, odd, but because before that, if you'd asked me, me really? I would say oh, she's okay. <laughs> but apparently, I think she's more than than okay. Because <laughs> so, I think she's appeared on every single playlist, <laughs> maybe more than once. So, yeah, it's kind of odd. I, I love Rihanna. I did a baton routine to that raining song she did. So yeah, that's what it was. And I did a baton routine to that in high school. So I love Rihanna. I love Rihanna. I she has so many songs. When she did the NFL um halftime show, I was so excited. Some people was, were mad at that. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, she's doing a death-defying stunt really high in the air while pregnant. What more do you want? <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't know what they were. I think people underestimate what it's like to be pregnant. Because I know that <laughs> when I was well, pregnant, I was like, before. okay, I'm awake. Okay. was Eminem and whatever, right? And so they were complaining that it was too flashy and they wanted just the music. So then when Rihanna came on and it was more like about the music and not as flashy, they were complaining. They're like, I expected more out of her. And I'm like, make up your mind, people. Do you want flashy? Do you want music? Like, you can't have it both ways. People yeah. just want to complain. I yeah. Think. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, it, you know, it's, it was a Rihanna halftime, so... Yeah. At your house during halftime, you could do super flashy. Get some flashlights and yeah. <laughs> your own halftime show. Like exactly. <laughs> While you're, you're sitting down after like pregnant. 30 seconds. <sighs> God, that was hard. You know what I was doing when I was seven months pregnant? Sleeping. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was growing the whole, up. The whole thing, the whole thing for me was I was exhausted the whole time. So yeah. Yeah. Like you I was know what? I was dancing in front of millions of people. Yeah. Okay, so um, it, like if you have kids, how do you find writing around around that? Oh, I have one little prince. Um, he's really like I like, but because I do write a lot during like the daytime, he's generally at school and stuff. But even like when I'm like, he's around and stuff, he's like, "You're writing? Is it going good?" Like he checks in. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Then, oh yeah, it's really cute because he's like, "Mommy, can I read your book?" And I'm like, "No, this one. <laughs> no, not this." <laughs> you saw what I read today. <laughs> hey, like, maybe one day you'll write a children's book, and then he'll be able to read it. Yeah, like yeah. If we collaborate, I told him you and I should collaborate and write a book together. And yeah, and then he can read that to his heart's content. But yeah. anything that has this name on it because you know that's not my name name this is my author name um, <laughs> anything that has that name on it after i'm gone you can do whatever you want but please don't read it while i'm still on this earth <laughs> so you use like a, a an alias like an author's name yeah is there like a reason for that or is it just because you're worried other people might that you know might find your books um i guess a part of it is like um my other life, like family and friends, I thought it would be better to do like like have a separate kind of identity. And I do like, and it helps because like I said, although I present as an extrovert, I'm, I'm actually an introvert. And so I think this whole persona helps me, you know, portray the author hopefully well, because <laughs> I get to be 
you know, push my boundaries more. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it, there's a lot of people that use pen names for, for multitude of reasons, right? And safety is like a major one, I think, for a lot of people because it doesn't take long to get a stalker. Like, uh, if, you watch, yeah, if you watch the movie Misery, uh, you know what I'm talking about. So I totally understand why people do pen names. And like, and it depends on like if they have a nine to five job outside of writing on what they do, that could like be another reason. So I totally get it. Yeah. So yeah, it's all of those reasons. I, you know, I have the son, like, although my husband's like, he's super proud and he's like, yeah, tell whoever. And I'm like, oh, okay. we love a supportive partner here. Yes. yes. He is love. phenomenal. I could not <laughs> do what I do without him. So. Yeah, that really helps. Because he he tell everybody. I'm like, you can't tell them I write because you know what I write. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cute. Well, I'm out of questions. Do you have any more questions, Don? I think I asked all the questions I had. I asked quite a bit of questions. <laughs> this was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, is this our first Canadian? I believe so. I think this might be our first Canadian, Canadian author. <gasps> You're yeah. our first Canadian author. You're our first Canadian. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Use this time. Plug anything, all your socials, anything you got going on, where people can get your books, everything and anything. Okay. Let's see. I can plug. Okay. So my first book, actually, I don't have, let's see. I don't know if I can. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, yeah, we discovered that this doesn't work. But yes, this yeah. is my first book, which is Consumed, which is the darkish romance. Um, it's Of course, it has a special place in my heart. I, I really love it. It's about a widow who, um, well, he finds comfort with his, his uh, deceased wife's best friend. So, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. a little bit toxic because, you know, why not? So yeah, that, why was not? First, <laughs> that was my first book. Um, then the series, which is the elite series, which is actually that one is set in the Maritimes. We, we come in Canada. That one's set in the Maritimes <laughs> in Nova Scotia. And nice. then the GTA books are the elite series. So the first book is Nika Carisi. And it's actually a amnesia romance. So mm -hmm. the main character in this loses his memory. So it's a second chance amnesia romance. And the second book, uh, that we talked about is Emulsify, which is a friends to lovers. It's also a uh, second chance. Um, he's British. She's Haitian. It's There's a lot going on, but it's I really <laughs> loved writing it. He's one of my favorite characters, hands down, I think. I, I could pretty much say that. And there's a third book coming in the series. I'm going to put that out there because people <laughs> really want to know about Maxim. And his book is going to be interesting because he's got... He's got a lot going on that people who've read my other books may not realize. So Ooh. that's going to be fun. I currently have two pre-orders up because I have um, a novella coming out as part of a collaboration for the K&K matchmaking series. Okay. Um, it's K&K, so it's like kind of like tongue-in-cheek for kink matchmaking. Uh, the book is called Pleasurer, and it'll be out... August 24th. Oh, in exactly two months. 
Ooh. Well, if you send us those pre-link, like the links, we yep. can post them in the description. I so. definitely will. And then I have an MC book coming out in September, on September 30th. So he's the chaplain of the MC. So, yeah. I'm I like motorcycle uh, romances, too. I really do. I find them, like, interesting. And I had a thing for Jax Teller when uh, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> See, because the nice thing about it is, like, a lot of, that's the same kind of reason why I like shifter books. Like, a lot of the conventions and the rules, like, <laughs> you can kind of go out the you window. Can bend and, those. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of like some of the rules that he gets to break, because, well, he's a, and he's a one percenter. So. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> Yes, because I'm not knocking anybody's MC books where they're not one percenters. It's perfectly beautiful as well. But yes, a girl likes when it's they're a little bit dangerous. So yes. yeah, that's what I have coming up, and I have the events coming up, and I'm just enjoying this author life. And you know, it's fun meeting new readers like you guys. I see you all the time, Don, on my feed. <laughs> Dawn's yeah. everywhere. Oh my gosh. I don't know how she keeps up. You <laughs> like, okay. I don't know either, to be honest. Like it's exhausting, but at the same time, I'm just having fun, right? Um, and that's where we got to meet you, which is fantastic. And I'm so glad I got to actually talk to you now. Um and to hear more about your books. This is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm really glad you guys had me on. I really appreciate it. And I feel like Jessica, you're on book talk, but I don't have you. I don't think. Uh, I will follow you. Awesome. I, do, I, I don't post as much as I used to. And when okay. I did, it was mostly politics. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Follow, yeah. Follow. I will follow you. I will follow you on my personal account. We do have an opinionated, luscious TikTok as well. But we yeah. don't really post a lot on there. Okay, There's too much say, going like, on. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, like I... I love that community and the new people that I'm getting to meet and the new things I'm getting to learn. So yeah, it is a lot of fun. No, it that's is. amazing. And we want to thank you so much for like coming on. Cause all we do is like talk. You wrote a whole book. You wrote <laughs> multiple actually. So, uh, so thank you so much, Nikoi and Zhang. Zhang. Sorry. Yeah. I want to make sure I pronounce this right. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank coming you. on again. All of the links will be in the description. So definitely check out our book. Um, and thank you again for joining us on this books and booze series because uh, yeah, this was just a shot in the dark and we've met a lot of amazing authors and we want to keep doing it. Um, so we'll have one more episode after this and then we are taking a break. A vacation. <laughs> and, but we'll be back in September, October ish. Yes. I want to make promises. I can't keep. <laughs> so I'll thank you so up much late August yeah yeah <laughs> so thank you so much um and we will uh, see you next time bye good night night head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. 
We hope you enjoy this episode. There's a new episode of Opinionated Lushes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And unedited episodes Saturday on YouTube. Have a cocktail suggestion? A topic of interest? A good drinking word? Feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at opinionatedlushes at gmail.com. See you next week. Don't forget your drinks. And your opinions. Thank you.